Hello, my name is Vanessa Gonzalez, and I'm here with Jessica Gonzalez. And today we are going to be discussing the film Sorry to Bother You. We are going to talk about the social problems as well as race, class, and gender all contributed in the film. first i want to talk about the film it's a film that's very different from our normal movies that we watch there's action and there's like the love scene and all those things that a typical movie has but you have to see it like in the perspective of society and once you're looking at the film it's just like sorry to bother you because the guy's a like a tele like talking on the telephone right so he's always contacting people and that's uh one of the one job that I did when I was like in high school, we had to call people and tell them to start voting and voting and voting, and that's basically what he does. But when people heard his uh, black voice, if you say that, um, everybody was quick to hung up on him. And then after a while, he met somebody and they told him to use. He told him to use the white voice, and the white voice basically was symbolizing that a white person has it all together and as the movie keeps progressing more and more problems keep on happening around him but since he's using like his white voice he gets a promotion and he goes up the elevator where um, people are usually not allowed there unless they're getting a promotion and it basically puts them in the top on the top you have anything to add so the film starts out with um, Cassius Green, who is a very poor man living with his girlfriend in a garage. So um, we can, from what I took of it from the film, is the American dream is to have a home, to have family, to have your own property, happiness, and all that. And they're striving for that in a sense because um, they're both looking for, well, Cassius Green is looking for a job and his girlfriend um, has a job, but everybody's fighting for that American dream. And, and right now they're living, they lived in a garage, right? Yeah, so um, I was thinking about the, why was the film called Sorry to Bother You? And... I started looking into it like a little deeper and it kind of means that maybe sorry to bother you is saying from like a perspective of him talking as a black man like sorry to bother you but this is something I have to say and it kind of um, once we get deeper into it it's going to talk about the race class and gender and social problems including everything that's in the film it's like really race um, related well in my in my opinion it's like eye-opening because i mean you see it in other films but this one was kind of weird in a way but it does give out the message once they start referring to like the white boys and then once uh they're promoting the black guy but they're only promoting him because he has that white voice only because he's presenting that to the white boss that's giving him the promotion
So the definition of a social problem, or also known as a social issue, is an undesirable condition that people believe should be corrected. So examples of this portrayed in the movie can be poverty, it can be also unemployment rates. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of social issues that we can see. Um, racism, um, income and opportunity inequality. So there's so many, many things that the film touches on. And one of the examples is racism. So we see that some of the workers stand up against the corporation because they're they they're seeing that the only way to get ranked or get an opportunity to get a raise or promotion is using the white voice and they feel like they're being neglected from being the way that they are which is most of them are african-american um well, one of the things that I saw was uh, the social problem of poverty, since he does live in his, um, what was it, his uncle's garage, and his uncle was just like, come on, man, like, you need to pay the rent, you haven't paid in, I think he said, like, about four months, and Cash Cassius was saying, well, I don't have any money, but I already got a new job, and I'm gonna try to pay you back, so not, not only was Cashews struggling, but he was also causing problems for his um for his uncle because he had to pay the rent so regardless both of them were losing in that in that situation and another thing was his beat up car i think towards the end he gets a new car but in the process as he's getting a promotion he's losing the people that he loved and in poverty once you're in poverty like you have nothing so you you value everything that you have right because you don't have much but as soon as he starts getting more money and more wealth by the standards of the white society, um, it's a way of bringing like uh, white supremacy. So it's saying like the white man rule and everybody else who is not white or does not have the white image. And in this case, like the American image, which is like a white male um, representative, it's saying if you don't have this standard, then you are below us that's like what white supremacy is and that's what i feel like if you're not part of the white society then you can't grow and if you are part of it in a way you're still not accepted because you're not fully in quotation marks american yeah and how the unemployment was also one of the social problems um when he shows up for the job interview like showing his fake plaque and his awards and you know trying to make it seem like he has his life together for the employer to hire him Mm -hmm. and they realize that well he realizes that he's just faking it and that's just saying you know he's trying to get a job even though he knows what they're looking for isn't what he has and it just shows that he's trying to make make out of it and going out of his way to actually get, you know, just a random basic job.
right so i just want to bring into the theme of race as we see there's a lot of races i just don't really see a lot of um latinos but there's obviously the blacks and the whites and you once the guy cashews gets up to the higher position he gets a promotion right so once he gets the promotion he goes meets the the boss of the whole company and then in that atmosphere he feels welcomed but only welcomed because he's using the white voice and then after a while the white guy the his boss is just like come on man like um give us a rap so right there is when i i caught on to the part where they were using stereotypes saying that all people all black people could rap so he sets him up stage with all his white friends and all his white co-workers um and he's still using his white voice trying to impress the americans the white people and then he goes upstairs and he's like no man like i can't rap so he's just there in that atmosphere saying like i can't do this i'm not part of like i can't it's not part of me and so he just keeps repeating repeating the n-word 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 and all the white people are like like what is he doing because he he can't he honestly can't rap so he was just right there and they kept repeating the the name and the name and the name and that word and the word and the word and it's just a part of the stereotype that all black people could rap could rap and in the in the riot you see a lot of different like mixes mostly uh, black people like standing up against it up against the white people and the white officers trying to calm down the riot but throughout the whole movie we see a lot of racism racism and that's pretty much everything that we also see in society though it has calmed down a bit over the years we don't see a lot of um, fights that break out it's it's still a problem and still an issue that has been going on today and do you have anything to add about that so yeah i was thinking the same thing about like you know how the end of the movie they were they he discovered the horses Mm -hmm. and um at the end he turns into a horse and i feel like he just kind of breaks into being the leader or yeah like a leader showing standing up for what they believe in you know mm-hmm. the equal pay and everything so that has to do a lot with um class uh he starts from the bottom eventually and then he builds up as he gets promoted um and he gets kind of the view of both sides because he's with his girlfriend who is a firm believer in equal pay and Mm -hmm. um and fighting for like the union fighting yeah fighting to keep you know everything the way it should be but Mm -hmm. you know how society kind of twists everything around yeah and then he also has the view of the corporate or the the men in suits who have who have it all and he's kind of like in a dilemma he doesn't know whether to go for the money or stay in his roots Mm -hmm. so um that definitely has to do a lot with it as well as when he does go into that promotion and he gets into the elevator he meets with the guy who has does he have an eye patch yeah so he has an eye patch and the suit and 
obviously they're both african-american male and he tells them oh like hello hi how are you and cassius green responds to him and he's all like oh you have to use your white voice here um at all times so even there you can see how uh if you are deep in your roots you are denied by society you are denied in that corporation you must be a complete different person to be even accepted mm-hmm. so that has to do with race and with gender it's just both male and for years we have seen that male male always get better paid um, and even white men have that white privilege and it shows a lot in this film how how spoiled um Americans are how spoiled white people are so it just kind of makes you think about the different um, class and gender so to conclude this podcast obviously there is so many things that we can talk about in this film Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel like you can't get everything. Um, you have to watch this movie more than once because there's a lot of symbolism. Yeah. Um, you know, even with the girlfriend with her earrings showing different um, sentences, saying mm-hmm. different phrases. Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of symbol, a lot of symbolism that you can get, as well as when she presented the her art piece. There's just so, so many things. I feel like the film is, like, everything at once, you know? It just brings you into the movie because it's, like, what's going on. It, it, it's one of the movies... It forces you to open your eyes. Yeah. Because I feel, in my opinion, like it, everything's just happening all at once. There's different meanings. There's different messages. But it's all towards one goal of, for me. It's white supremacy that white people are superior and everybody else is inferior. But it's just, I don't know how to explain it. Because the word, the movie um, is not my style of movie. But I feel like I have to, like you said, we have to watch the movie at least four times to catch on to everything. Every little thing, every little message that the producer is trying to show through that movie. Like he talks about, um, he shows poverty, he shows the race, he he shows the gender, um, but he also shows that everybody in society is struggling if they're not this certain type of person in the film. Yeah, and I think Cassius Green went through all that so he can actually see who he was and what he was going to stand up for because... Cash is green, come on, like, cash is green. Obviously, Mm -hmm. this movie strives for money. You have to have wealth, riches, in order to, you know, um, proceed in life. Mm -hmm. So I think that was, like, there's so much symbolism and everything in the names and the title and pretty much every little detail in the movie. Um, It's definitely something that like you said forces you to open your eyes Mm -hmm. it kind of throws you into 
um, society think like to open your eyes and think about well yeah well something like just to uh, finish off with the horses I feel like we haven't talked about the horses a lot and there's not enough time to explain and talk about the importance of the horses but one thing that I did want to put is that society tries to tell people okay we're gonna pay for this we're gonna do this we're gonna do that but in order for us to give you that shelter in order for us to give you that food in order for us to maintain you you have to do something for us which is far worse than you trying to build yourself up because they're saying we're gonna offer you this and this and this and that but you have to give us your labor you have to do this you have to take this pill you have to do certain things in order to be accepted and well that was our podcast and again this is jessica gonzalez and with vanessa gonzalez all right and we'll see you next time